welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to, again, empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram at The LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at thelyfoundation.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here, and I am joined by Ms. Maymay Mijares, uh, LYF executive assistant. Say hi, May. Hello, everybody. <laughs> so today, uh, we're both going to be chatting about our theme for November. And so we're going to dive into the topic of choice and just how that how we're tying that into our reactions upon the election. Uh, we're tying that into the holiday season uh, to who we feel like is our family, um, whether that is your birth family or friends that have become family over the years, but just how really choice at the end of the day impacts our life in so many ways. And we, we, we do have the power to invest positive choices into our life to create positive outcomes amidst in perhaps negative situations, you know, no matter what's happening in our external environment. So there's so much that this can, that this topic can lead us into. So for the first question I'd like us to talk about is, and I'll, I'll have you go first, Mimi. So we're going to chat about what is a pivotal point in your life where you had to make a choice to uh, create more of a positive or more healthier outlook for your life? I think this would be like spring two years ago. Um, this, uh, this was uh, definitely a pivotal point in my life. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure like I've, I've talked about this or like it's going to come out in another podcast. But like I took this spoken word class where we had to journal um, everything that we were doing and like feeling um, like what we ate, how much sleep we were getting, whether or not we were taking our vitamins or our medications and stuff like that. And without just like paying attention to what I was putting into my body, what I was doing, how I felt was enough for me to realize that I was not, I did not have a healthy outlook on life. Um, it was, it was a point where like I had just gone back to therapy. I was really trying to get out of this terrible, like depressive episode. And like, I was having anxiety attacks like every, every week, every three weeks. Um, it'd be, yeah, I'd, I would just like have a breakdown. So it's when I started like writing everything down and then like, I, I pushed myself as an artist and creatively, like that was the point where like I had to choose like a healthier outlook. So because of that class or before that class, like I had already decided that that was what I was going to do, but that really helped me um, like ground myself with it. So like I started 
eating three meals a day. I used to eat like one to two. And I was actually talking to my friend about this like a couple of weeks ago. And we were like, yeah, like we've gained 15 pounds in like the past year, like both of us. And we were just like, we were so proud of ourselves. Because <laughs> um, we like, I like she, she and I, uh, we were roommates last year and she and I had like a lot in common with that, but like, it's like a, like a stress starve sort of thing, or it's like, you would just forget to eat mm-hmm. sometimes. Yeah. That's like you make me too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you get so busy or like you make yourself so busy that like, you just don't eat. So I think that like, um, after I started paying attention to my diet, the fact that like I started taking antidepressants, I started going to therapy, started seeing a psych, um, well, not psychiatrist, but like, um, they, they prescribed me, but like I started seeing my doctor, like I had a doctor just paying attention. And unfortunately it was when I hit my low or at least like my lowest low so far in life, but awareness definitely helps with that and like my friends help with that like they were the reason why I was able to see what was going on like from an outside point of view because like sometimes you just get really stuck in your head choosing myself and choosing my health was it took months but it's definitely possible (laughs) oh thanks so much for sharing that Mimi and it just I mean, only you know before I didn't have that that this mentality that I have now, but just how important our diet is really with our overall health, and and if we're not eating, <laughs> and we're not nurturing <laughs> our body, you know, and it's and I I've had the same. Um, that's always been my stress response to what you described mm-hmm. as well of of it just somewhat it just kind of. I don't know, the stress just takes out away your appetite and you're like, man, I'm, I haven't eaten. <laughs> and, it, you know, it leaves you um, not feeling your best. So I'm really happy to be here with you now. And, and at this point in your journey where you've learned, again, the importance of choice. So, yeah. 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 It actually, it happened like last month where there was like a day that I I didn't eat. And then like it was, there was a change because I went out of my room. Like no, no one had known that I was there that day. Like no one knew that I was home. I actually went out of my room. I chose to go out of my room and I like, my mom was like, Hey, like, how are you? What's wrong? And then normally I wouldn't say anything. I'd be like, Oh, like I'm fine. But like, I chose to say like, I'm not feeling very good emotionally today. And then I said, I haven't eaten. And then she's like, oh, okay, well, let's go get you food. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And then we went to McDonald's. <laughs> um, but, like, not, the, not the best, but it's just like emotionally, like that helped me. Mm-hmm. Like that was, that was like enough for me. So yeah. it's like just like, choosing to reach out definitely, definitely helped me. And like, I'm lucky that like I live, I live with my mom and mm-hmm. um, it's, very different from college life where like you're taking care of yourself and then you can choose to have someone take care of you. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, and now with, yeah, for me, when it comes to choice and 
a, a significant shift. There's so many, there's so many, but one that sticks out right now, which I think is good because with election season here, back in 2016, I've talked about it also previously, uh, but I had my, my dog passed away in August of 2016 and that sparked a depression. Uh, one Like a depression I'd never had before. And then in that, that November, I actually had a friend pass away suddenly. Oh. So yeah, so in a short time frame, I had two deaths, two close deaths. And then that really was like making me contemplate death, you know, and like just confronting mm-hmm. it. And then the election happened back then. And then Trump, you know, <laughs> let it be known I'm not a Trump supporter. So, (laughs) but, you know, teach their own. And so when I, when, when Trump won, it actually got me deeper into uh, my depression so much Uh so that the depression escalated to um, disassociation for, for those that may not know what it is. Um, It's a really, it's even, it's hard for me to describe, but it was like the sensation where I was no longer active. Like I was, it's almost like I had checked out emotionally Mm -hmm. and it's like, I was almost, it's almost like a very numbing sensation. It's really strange. It's really uncomfortable and it's quite scary, honestly. So at that time, luckily I had connected with these counselors that I really resonated with. And so when I started to experienced the disassociation. I was really afraid. So I ended up taking antidepressants for a short amount of time. And Mm -hmm. because again, just that level, that low feeling was so low, the lowest I'd ever felt, at least until that point in my life. And I was like, okay, I have to, I have to, I have to really understand what's the root cause. So um, I ended up going to see them on a more frequent basis. And and then they helped me just to wean off the the medication and understand uh, what it what was actually happening in my inner world. But back to you know yeah choice you know thank goodness. And at that same time, I started to practice Ashtanga yoga, um, which I've talked mm-hmm. about it previous a lot before too. And uh, that practice provides a certain level of discipline that I really needed. Um, at that point, and it's part of my life now. So grateful for Carrie Sobek. She's my teacher. If you ever, or if you're curious to check her out, she has a studio. It's called My Sore Las Vegas. But anyway, so just that those practices were turning points, you know, from therapy to yoga, but also like the willingness that I was able to find in myself to say, you know what, this isn't a place I want to stay in uh, feeling wise. And I wanted to understand why this was happening and just to get better. So that was definitely a turning point. And, you know, there's been others, but uh, that's the one that really came to mind because I feel like that's what, that's what laid down the new foundation for the Monica that exists now. So you know, again, it's so scary when we, when we're, when we find ourselves in those, in those spaces. Um, but like you said, Mimi, it, it's possible to get better. And so it just takes some support from family, friends, and therapy and other modalities to, to help you through it. 
<laughs> so, um, but you know, and to now <clears throat> the next question, we are going to talk about the election because it's by the time that this airs, it'll be the day after and we'll see how things are. Um, but you know, from experience, I was not happy, you know, with the, um, outcome last time at all, but mm-hmm. I, I had a choice, right? It was like, either I allow it to swallow me up or I empower myself and realize, okay, it's up to me to build the quality of life for myself. So, so yeah, it ties perfect with our, with the question for, for now is, um, so with with the presidential election here, pretty much, um, what's a piece of advice to tell your future self of if the outcome isn't exactly what, what you desire? And then um, what are some action items that you can also implement in your life to make those positive shifts, um, regardless of the outcome, even if it does come out in the way that we want or not, you know, whichever way. But, um, but yeah, what comes to mind for you, Mei Mei? Just like you, you reflected on like 2016, like your experience um, with everything that was going on. I'm sorry for your losses, by the way. That's yeah, that's a lot. You. Yeah, it's heavy times, but all yeah. good. <laughs> it, it's it's interesting because um, during that time period, I think I've talked about this too in the. Um, I think I think it was in the space podcast where I talked about how I was living in a triple and like it was such a it was such a tiny bedroom I I think it's actually about the size of my bedroom now wow Mm -hmm. um there was one loft bed and then two bunk beds and that I mean one one loft bed and one bunk bed um, and it was just like a very enclosed space but um I was a sophomore living in a freshman dorm and I just remember being in bed when when the whole like the results came and everything like I was just like my laptop was in my lap and I was just like watching everything unfold and then um and then it was finally like announced that Trump became president and I just hear people screaming (laughs) everyone just started screaming there was a protest right after like people had um, like you could hear pots and pans being banged on and like like people were completely outraged and then like one of the first things I heard like yelled outside of someone's like out someone's window was like we have a Cheeto for a president um and, and like it's just like with all of the clamor and with all of this going on I just I couldn't hear anything anymore like I stopped being able to hear <laughs> I don't, I don't know what, what it was, but like, there's like a ringing in my ear and like, I couldn't, I just, I just didn't feel anything. I just closed my laptop and I don't, I don't even remember that night. Like, I don't remember what I did. I don't remember who I talked to. I'm sure I talked Mm -hmm. to my friends about the results, but like, I just remember, and I didn't really associate the election, like with how I was feeling um, then, but like, I remember I I didn't really leave bed a couple of days afterward. Um, like I'd go to the bathroom, like and like 
if I if I had the strength to like I go to the dining hall and like I think it was a weekend or something like that maybe that's why but looking looking at that numbness I'm not entirely sure whether or not that was disassociation I I, I know about um, it and like I've I've researched about that before so like it's it's nice to um, like hear from from your perspective like what it what it feels like so when like all of that happened and like the fact that I don't even remember the after all I can say for myself this time is like try to care for yourself a lot more than you did back then um because I remember like even after the election like I that was another I think it's like a seasonal depression um that's what I used to have but after that like the month afterward I fell into like another depression and I, to the point where like my roommates had to tell me like to go to therapy, like it was really bad. I think the main thing is practice self-care, see your therapist, write about it and talk to other people who like might feel the same way that you do, because that's like, that's going to be your bridge. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be like your, your pillars of support, like self-care um, the the people that you can talk to and feel safe talking to about your opinions and maybe therapy <laughs> um, if it, if like people are able to do that taking care of yourself and like doing the things you believe in and everything like that will will help in the end absolutely for those that feel you know on a very deep level and I mean we all do as humans but it's it's learning to it teaches you right how to take care of yourself you know it's 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 interesting you know these external occurrences really do affect us and it's and it just teaches us to uh to to surrender and to just understand and, and like you said take care and i think that's the best advice to give my future self too is no matter what monica keep going <laughs> And keep you know, keep going no matter which way because even if it is the outcome that I desire more, I, the work is still not done. You know, so yeah. Um, so yeah, just keep keep doing what you're doing. Don't give up, and don't give up on yourself and or on anybody. Just keep 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 um, following your heart and taking care of yourself. And like you said, if therapy is needed or whatever is needed, do it to your well. Because <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, you know, yes, the presidential election definitely impacts us, and especially our local elections. Mm-hmm. Um, but the work that we do, right, on an individual level for our personal lives and uh, for our community work, um, it keeps going. So we will keep going no matter what. <laughs> That's like the most important thing, really, to just keep doing the things that you believe in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so then this, now we're going to shift a little bit more over to the holidays. You know, holidays can be a time of a lot of joy mm-hmm. um, or it can be difficult, you know, depending on your family uh, or who, you, who your family is. And especially this year, you know, with COVID, it's going to definitely be an interesting holiday season. And, you know, it might mean that certain people may not be able to see, be with their family or with their loved ones in general. 
So yeah, you know, it's already a sensitive time, but this year is going to be extra unique. (laughs) So tying into that, um, so the question I wanted to ask us is if you've ever felt like an outsider within your birth family, um, at what point did you choose to learn from this and make the best of it? And also, have you met others in your life that feel more of like that soul family vibe that maybe you haven't always felt within your, within your birth family? I feel like this is, this is so um, relatable, especially in teenage years. Like when, when you're a teenager, you know, like you don't really want, uh, you don't really want to hang out with your family. Like, but at least that's, that's how I felt. I, I definitely like, it's tough because family dynamics are really hard to explain, but in my family, like I was the oldest girl and like, I also, um, like I know that like the, the pedestal was really like high for me and like I had to, and like all expectations and everything like that. So I think that, um, like because of that, like I did feel like an outsider. I also felt like an outsider with my like opinions too. My dad and I did not really agree on a lot of things politically, socially, things like that. <laughs> <Another> thing. <laughs> <laughs> it's just I'm not, like I, ha- I have immigrant parents, you know. Like they, there, um, there are certain like beliefs and certain um, safety systems that like or like certain systems that feel safer to them. And then, and like my dad's in the military. So, so it was just really tough, like growing up sometimes, like because of those opinions. But I think, I don't think that I chose to learn from this until maybe uh, freshman year of college when I realized that um, and I think, I think it just like, it just takes like a certain level of, or, or even like, senior year of high school, freshman year of college, just like that point where um, you're, at least personally, um, like I was leaving home and it would be the first time that I like wouldn't be living with my family. I think that like that really put into perspective, like, okay, like I'm going to have to choose my support systems. I'm going to have to make sure that like I feel supported and then it's also like even even in high school like you're not with your family for most of the day like you're you're Mm -hmm. at school and have Mm -hmm. friends that um you need to talk to and that like you um like maybe even need to talk to about your family (laughs) um I think that I've always liked the idea that like your friends are your chosen family and that's that's how I feel I know I I know lots of people who like are in the same boat as me where they don't necessarily agree with their family on mm-hmm. a number of things but that are so much worse than the environment that I grew up in. Like at the very least, my dad and I were able to argue, yeah. <laughs> you know, and that and like that's that's a good thing. Like the fact that I was able to argue with my dad and like say my opinion. But um, there are some people and some people who are like really um dear to me that who aren't even able to like speak out their opinions or else they would be punished for it you know i think that like during this time with the election and during the time of like and the holidays or directly after that there's gonna be like a lot of tension there if you don't agree so it's just it's it's hard but like 
choosing very wisely like who you talk to like with your friends um like people like select people inside your family like at some point like I just um at some point my my little sister was just like why do you always have to argue (laughs) with with daddy but I'm like because it's what I believe in he believes in what he believes and I believe in what I believe yeah did you did you have like arguments with your family or like could you argue (laughs) yeah it's like as you're describing your dynamic it's uh same honestly I was uh only difference is I was the young I am the youngest so versus you being the oldest but it was same dynamic it was I was always I am very different um and my, I'm very different <laughs> when it comes to um, my siblings and, and my parents. And I grew up arguing, same thing. Mm-hmm. I grew up arguing with my dad all the time, grew up arguing with my brother-in-law, especially my brother-in-law. And uh, because from, since I was a little girl, I was very much into the environment, which I've talked about it before. So I've always had a very like what's fair is fair mentality like why are these injustices happening and like (laughs) what are we gonna do about it type of attitude (laughs) and so that that did provoke a lot of arguments uh, over the years and and yeah I did I felt um different and I really didn't start finding my own um I would say until high school like you were saying and finding finding those people that resonated more with my ideology and definitely in college really that that was definitely what a time of discovery and connecting with people and finding my tribe and uh and I think that's so it's so cool because as a person that grew up in Vegas too just thinking back of I felt like an outsider in my city you know, the city that I was growing up in. And I had this attitude of like, oh, no one cares about things here, you know, and it's hard thinking back to it. But then as I developed more into who I, into me, and then I started finding other like-minded people in Vegas and I'm like, whoa, what a difference it makes to to develop and then to find your people. So yeah, I would say mixture like you too, May. I probably, probably... I probably really started to learn from my experiences and less arguing. Like I still am, yeah. I, I'm still outspoken, but I think in a, in a def, in a different way than when I was younger. And I think it all started once I started going to therapy. I, that's really when it, it really started to change for me. I started to just kind of honor more like, okay, that they think that way in my family, it's okay. And I think my way. And, and then I don't, I don't have to always be fighting till the end like I used to do when I was a little kid. Um, so yeah, it's definitely got more harmonious. I mean, it doesn't mean that there could be bigger arguments that um, don't happen or do, but I do try to have a more, a calmer approach now. And, but like you, I definitely have my, my soul family that I find that I've, I'm so grateful that life has brought me and uh, led me to them. And uh, so, yeah, if, when I think of the word family, like I love my birth family so much, but I love my extended friend family very much as well. And, and so many of them have helped me through difficult times that my, my birth family, they just weren't there for, you know, cause 
you're going to experience life away from your, your, your family that you're born into and you have to find your allies and people that are going to be there for you in difficult moments. So, um, and definitely so happy and grateful of all the people that the Love Yourself Foundation has brought me, like just the, our team to like our supporters. I find all that to be such uh, loving resonance and also extended family. So, so yeah, you know, it, 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 as you get, I really, as much as I look back when I was younger, I didn't like the idea of growing up, but it's now it's, I'm not afraid of it anymore of like getting older and really growing up as a state of mind is like, you're just growing into yourself and it's experience, it's wisdom and you're getting to meet awesome people along the way. (laughs) It's, it's really, it's really lovely. Cause it's like, cause when you, when you move out of your family's place or like, or uh, for whatever reason, and, um, and like you truly have to find those spaces that like you feel safe. And then you have to f- realize like, Oh, like, what do I want to do with my life? Or like, or like, what, what do I like to do? Cause like for, for me, like I was always, um, it, it was weird because uh, this is one of the reasons why I was an outsider in my family, but like, I was like the artist, you know, <laughs> like I, um, like I draw, like I read, I write, um, like I sing, like all, all of those things, um, like made me feel so different. Um, and I, and like, even, um, and like, yeah, like I, I succeeded like academically and everything. And like, I'm just like, I, I really love school, <laughs> mm-hmm. but I still didn't like, I don't, I still felt like an outsider, um, in school sometimes, like with people who were, who were like the the book smart people, like the intellectual people, like I was friends with all like the artists and like the people who wanted to do that. But like, um, like my friend, she, uh, in middle school, like she wanted to be a neuroscientist and like, um, my other friend like was a writer and artist. And it's just really interesting to see like who you bring forth in like your life. And then when I was in college, like I was on the creative and performing arts floor and, um, I'm still friends with all of the people that I've met freshman year to this day because like like we banded together as artists and that and like with my poets club like still friends to the, this day cuz it's and it's been like about 5 years now. So like you'll you'll find your people when you like realize like what is true to you yes. like and like I, I love, I love my birth family so, so much. And it's just like, but like, you don't choose which family you, you go into, you, you choose your friends, you choose your support systems, like, like you choose your therapists, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you choose like, you like recognize what clicks for you, what's, what's not like good for you. And then like you take them in doses and it's just, um, there's a lot more choice in our lives than, than we like to think or like, um, or if you're in a, a spot where it is really hard to like to find friends or to find those spaces um I think like going back to like what is true to you 
because mm-hmm. um, I, I remember having like a really hard time figuring out like what clubs to join in college, but writing was always my, my thing and like expression and things like that. So um, that definitely helps remembering that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It's fun. Like just hearing about your past, it reminds me a lot of mine too. It's it's cool to see that the, the resemblance. <laughs> yeah. 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 Cause I was always in the, into the arts since I was a little girl and always writing, reading, liking school, like really liking school for myself. Yeah. Like my siblings didn't go to college. It's fine, you know. Everyone has a different path, but like I was like so excited. I'm like I'm going. <laughs> so it's fun, though. Like you said, it's true. It's you just have the more that we become authentic with ourselves. It's like our life gets so much. It, it doesn't like not all challenge gets dissolved, but it yeah, does get exactly. easier. It does get easier the more authentic you get and with the people that you feel the best with and. So, which I think ties in well to what I feel like this year, you know, beyond, beyond the virus, like on a deep level, like what it's provoked, the change it's provoked in us, um, all the different things that have happened this year, Black Lives Matter movement, COVID, Mm -hmm. the election now, it's pushed us to these edges where it's really made us become more authentic with ourselves <laughs> and like it's really like wiped out the bs at least I, I see it in my life and and the lives around me and and it's it, this year has provided so this this whole thing is like what a choice what a choice for it's given us to where we could allow it to just swallow us up and just you know, and there's been definitely moments where it's been difficult and not to undermine those, those difficult moments at all. Uh, but Mm -hmm. there comes a time, at least whenever I've, whenever I do feel low, it's like, okay, you might be in that space for a little bit, but at least what I end up always experiencing is like this pull of like, all right, Monica, what are you going to do about it now? You know, it's like this push and this, and it's a choice to make. So in that spirit, what is a choice or choices that you've made this year that have helped you become a healthier, more well-rounded person and also laid down a stronger foundation really for the rest of your life? <laughs> big, big question. That's a very big question. <laughs> I just, I think just like me personally, and like I know, I know that there are lives that have been impacted by the pandemic in ways that like will change their lives forever. And like for just just for me, I've I felt really guilty because like I I've been trying to like choose things that I want to do, and I like choose things that are good for me. I like growing up. But like in a like in a Filipino household, it's like you do things to benefit everybody. You know, like when like growing up, like a, it's like you be an example for your younger siblings so that they can succeed. Um, that and that's like the idea that um, like I I had in my head. That's what I grew up with, um, and like 
and I feel like this year because of the um because of just like the fact that pandemic ha- the pandemic has um definitely had me questioning and like thinking about my mortality <laughs> but yeah and like also like how how heartbreaking it was to see like people losing others and um how heartbreaking it was to see my friends um like in college going through their senior year not having those um those ceremonial things those the that time of like celebration like it it's it's been a year of loss in that loss i feel like i um is able to concentrate on like what is important to me and like um so i chose to go back to therapy i chose to continue working um and saving up for a car i chose to get a car i chose to like make more art and write again and I'm really, really trying to choose not to like beat myself up about not having a full-time job with benefits already. <laughs> and I'm, it's already been like a year it's, and it's only been a year out of college. And I always talk to my friends about this and it's like, it's only been a year. It's okay. Like you have to start small in order to get bigger and to grow. So it's been a year of like choosing things that will help me in the long run. Like I opened like a, an account that I can actually deposit money in because I have a I have a military bank account, so like I I'm, I can't deposit money <laughs> into it. Um, so it's like things as simple as that can benefit you because all of these choices are for yourself, and it's like choosing yourself is okay and um that's something that like i've been struggling with throughout this entire year because it's like um but like what about this movement like what about um helping these people like what about making sure that like your loved ones are okay and all of those things that it's just like sometimes like in all the madness you you have to choose yourself to make sure that you can do those things and you can continue to do those things. Um, cause like, I, I know that I can't support other people if I, if I can't support myself because like, then I just run on empty. Yeah. Uh, this, this year has been very tough for everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that after like looking at like what I want to do and like trying to stay true to myself, it, I, I wouldn't say that like I have like, I wouldn't say it's a better outlook, but I think it's just more, it's more focused. Like I feel, I feel more focused in what, in what I want to do. How, how about you, Monica? How, how's yeah. it going for you? <laughs> yeah. Thanks for sharing as much as you have. And um, yeah, like you, I've faced very similar decisions of having to choose what's good for me, you know, having grown up in a, Spanish household that's very similar to the Filipino culture where you mm. are um it's very it's, I'm not gonna say identical but it's very similar and it's like um <laughs> so yeah it's always like about the collective and yeah and so which is great because I'm sure that's what's laid down so much of my foundation of like always 
wanting to be an active member of the community. Mm-hmm. But then, like you said, there's like that, there's the balancing act of, okay, if you think only a hundred percent about the collective, then where do you lie? And I mean, mm-hmm. that's been my challenge really, you know, these past three years has been all about, or since, yeah, since four years ago has been about, well, what does Monica need? And how can that help her get to be optimal for herself? And then at the same time, like, how, how does that help her in her work? And I like to think of myself like that, where I speak out as like, and sometimes it helps me to just think about it objectively on what I need. And that's been it. That's been the, the challenge, the lesson of having to continuously choose what is in my highest good for my wellness. And this year has, has definitely pushed me to those limits from deciding to leave my parents and, and go spend the quarantine on my, my friend's farm working at it <laughs> to um, coming over here to Spain and this little town where it's just, it's been part of my family, strong family ties to like, I just felt like I needed that nurturing aspect to really reflect on that my life and my year and just how to move forward, you know, and, and helping me just reorganize myself. And then also just choosing more definitively, like you said, my focus too, and how I really want to uh, expand on my ability to help others. So I've talked about it previously, but I, I got my Reiki level two over the summer and um, looking into getting more certifications, uh, coaching and eventually getting a counseling degree. So it's really helped me like hone in on that. And so yeah. I'm, and I'm really happy about it because it's only going to help me further to learn more about myself and in turn helping more people, you know, and that's, I'm really happy. And then also just really, um, man, the amount of time I've been able to just focus on the Love Yourself Foundation, all of us too, like what a cool, what a good blessing, you know, admits all the crazy, but it's been a sure blessing where it shows, you know, we've grown so much. The organization has grown significantly this year and we've been able yeah. to help a lot in, in areas that we hadn't previously helped in from different invitations to do meditations at, um, different workshops, different just it's been so nice to see and just to really focus that on developing and and maturing the organization to a point where it's getting it's gotten it's becoming its own pillar and I'm so happy and excited to see where that will will continue to take but like you said not to undermine the hard times there's been plenty of them mm-hmm. you know plenty of moments where i've cried a lot or felt powerless and all those moments are important to remember because those are the building blocks um that's how our wisdom grows that's how our strength builds is when we allow ourselves to feel that loneliness or that feeling of like well there's so much suffering what am i going to do about it um but just to remember to take care of yourself first and the answers will come after. Yeah, I love that. And I, I love that you um, touched upon like the things that you're you're going to be doing, like you getting your certifications and everything. Um, like I, I feel that the fact that I, like in light of everything, I also realized that I think I look toward getting my teaching certification. And it's awesome. It's awesome that like amidst such hard times, like, we can still find 
light and we can still find purpose. It's felt so aimless. I have felt so aimless. But so long as we just keep leaning on our support systems and maybe even creating those support systems for other people. Like I'm so happy that there is a blog now and like I'm so happy to be running the blog and like making sure everything goes out. It's nice and like the blog posts have been helping me mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and by reading them and everything. So it's mm-hmm. it's nice to put those things into perspective like the Love Yourself Foundation. So sometimes um, it makes me feel so small but in a good way. Mm-hmm. Um, and like it's just like another another thing that's gonna help us change the world little little by little <laughs> exactly I love that I love that and it's you know the yeah it's been so beautiful to see the blog grow and then you're doing such a good job managing it and 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 leading our students and and it's been so rewarding um to work with more students uh from UNLV mm-hmm. and the last blog post um, that Aaron wrote really meant a lot to me. If you guys haven't read it, please do. Um, but he just talks about how he found where he was at personally and then finding the opportunity to work with the Love Yourself Foundation and just how he has felt uh like a sense of belonging, like he found his community. And it's so funny because we haven't had the opportunity to uh, meet Aaron in person yet, but, you know, we've been been connecting obviously in our meetings virtually since September when he officially started with us. So it's so fun, you know, just, and again, so much gratitude to technology. Wow. Like technology this year has saved the day and save the year. (laughs) Thank you, Zoom. Thank you to all these platforms that have allowed us to continue connect and build online communities um, in in times where we can't always meet in person. So it's a lot of gratitude. And I think, you know, I always think back to nature. You know, nature is our, I find it to be our best teacher because in destruction, there is so much, there's so much like the fires that happened in, in California, yeah. the fires that happened in Australia, such destruction. It's scary. But I actually saw some pictures the other day of uh, where the fires happened in Australia and all this, all these new plants are growing and it's amazing. Like it just, it just shows that, yeah, when destruction comes, it's scary. It's, it's, it feels, it doesn't feel good but there's always uh, a rebirth waiting to happen. And, mm-hmm. and, just, and that's, that happens to us in our individual lives collectively. And so there's always hope. It's just we have to ride the waves. <laughs> it's, it's so nice to, um, to hear that, like the new plants are just being born out of the ashes. It's, it's great fertilizer. Yeah. <laughs> Over a <laughs> it is and that's honestly when difficult emotions come I that's our fertilizer you know on, our, mm-hmm. on a human level that is our fertilizer for growth yeah <laughs> it like, oh, takes some time to process time. And- <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't feel good but it's like okay I see what's happening here ah <laughs> <laughs> uh, well those are all the questions I had for us to chat about. Is there anything else uh, you would like to add, May? I just, 
I just want to remind people to know that you're you're doing you're doing the best that you can. <laughs> I think we're all doing the best that we can and that's enough. Like it's yeah. and even just spending your days like making sure that you drink water and eat food and like pet your dog and if the world is really heavy on your shoulders that's okay. Like every everyone's hanging in there and like after the election and after what whatever the results are just know that you're not alone and we're all doing our best and you can always always like reach out to the love yourself foundation or anything like that we'll we'll answer yes <laughs> you know yes, well. <laughs> and we can always point to different resources and mm-hmm. uh, we have a lot of good people that we know good counselors and yeah people that can definitely assist so but yeah, no, and just remember that we're all in it together. You know, it's that's probably been one of the best things to see is globally this year. The we are all in it together. <laughs> we truly are. So it's there's no way about it. There's no other way about it. It's we're we're in it together. You're not alone. So, but yeah, well, awesome, Maymay. Thank you so much for diving deep into this this new monthly theme and let's have a beautiful november you know let's make the best of it and Mm -hmm. we have each other to lean on no matter what happened Mm -hmm. and just make whatever choices feel right to you (laughs) exactly exactly to each their own all right everyone well thanks so much for tuning in and we will talk to you all soon love you guys 